Okay, Jane, we simply have to first touch on the Bitcoin ETF. So the current holdings have actually reached 133,768 Bitcoin currently on the balance sheet of the new nine ETFs. Now, British HODL is a Twitter account um, that you can follow. He made a really good point saying that Grayscale really represents the old money of the space that was chasing the arbitrage trade, uh, you know, the premium and the, the discount side of things. A lot of them are unwinding that trade. Now, the nine that are here is new money. This isn't likely a lot of people that are swapping over their superannuations, their IRAs and all that into Bitcoin. Longer term mindsets, longer term holders, people that wanted to buy Bitcoin for a long time, but we're waiting for the vehicle. These are likely people that aren't gonna sell anytime soon, locking it away, you can think of almost as a liquid supply. Now, this amount of Bitcoin, the total BTC, and you go to Hey Apollo and watch this chart over time, it's just incredible. But that was garnered within a week, just over uh, you know seven days, of being operational. That is an incredible amount that's been hoovered off the market. When you think Grayscale uh, was up to, I think like 630,000 around that mark of Bitcoin under the balance sheet, they've shed about a hundred and something. Um, now, some of it obviously went into these new ETS, but some of it didn't. But if you think about, if we forecast out, we've got the halving coming, this next month might be a bit of a down one when we look at the chart as well. Uh, but over the next six to 12 months, just imagine the supply shock. If we still see these kind of figures being hoovered up, you know, weekly and monthly, that creates that supply shock we're always looking for for those really, really strong bull markets. Quickly touching on Bitcoin, it's doing what we thought it might, which was after the breakdown, it was going to come back and retest the underside of support now flip resistance. And I still suspect this is going to lower prices. And I know with everything I've just said, things are shaping up to be really bullish but it's been overextended for a long time, you know, 15,000 all the way up to, you know, 49,000 got to at some point. We're going to have a pullback. I'd love to see us go down to the mid 30,000s. Not necessarily mean it has to, but, you know, to get mega bullish again, I want to see us at least above 40, 44,000. 46 would be much more uh, comfortable in my eyes up in these kind of areas. But right now, the test is really on the bulls to reflip this and then climb higher because for now, uh, it ran up against the 200 four hour moving average, also the 20 on the daily, and it's coming back down. And I think this area just makes a ton of sense, just a little bit lower, and I'll zoom out, uh, 38,000, 35,000, this kind of region down below uh, before we have that real blast off into the halving, which we've got marked there. So it's not too far away, but historically, we tend to have a drawdown into the halving. We've got miners selling, taking profit off, you know, just unwinding a lot of this uh, larger move as well, some profit takers. But there are a few really positive catalysts just sitting there, including the ETFs, that are kind of giving us a bit of a cushion. So whether we see 32,000, 30,000, I think that's a bit unlikely, but I think 38,000, 35,000 is definitely on the cards. Again, that being said, I'm perfectly happy to flip my bias if we see some of these levels above get taken out. So it's always really important to have an if this, then that kind of strategy. Ethereum, very similar. Let me just duck on over there real quick. It's actually been really disappointing, Ethereum, I've got to say. And Solana's taking a lot of the heat out of it. And I know I've been saying that in newsletters as well, but Ethereum's going to have its day. Um, but again, patience, I think, is going to be rewarded here, but it is really testing a lot of that, uh, a lot of the patience. If we just go out into the weekly, and I had this drawing done uh, for uh, the mastermind clients, but this is the, the likely path I see for Ethereum. It's broken out of this wedge. It's, uh, you know, wanting, I think it's gonna go to 33, 30, uh, 30. 3,000, 3,200 at some point here. But as it has broken out, generally likes to come back and fake a few people out and come back and retest. And you've got these weekly moving averages all stacked up really nice just down here. Could come back to about 2,000, I think, maybe a little bit lower. Um, but if it stabilizes here, it would be really, really nice to have that explosion sometime soon. And FBTC chart is just 
almost completely broken down. So I think we're almost approaching another kind of exhaustion event in terms of sentiment on Ethereum when everyone is annoyed with it, gets you know, really hated. And then we have the move where everyone's kind of get shake, um, shaken out of that. Remember, we've got the Ethereum ETF likely coming in sometime in May. Uh, we've also got you know supply constraints uh, with that as well. So I suspect there might be a bit of a front running into that grayscale um, likely sell off if it does get that conversion in, in May, but uh, also some upgrades floating around as well at the uh, the early part of February for Ethereum. So I would not be surprised to see a bit of a pop here, but so far not looking too flash. All right, guys, um, be prepared. I think for a, a bit more of a, a downward February and then exciting times again. I think in March. That's the that's the gut feel. Give me a little bit extra today, but uh, thought I might going into some really interesting times. Also watch the macro. Lots of stuff happening um, this Wednesday and over the next couple of months. Also, um, uh, macroeconomic issues in terms of uh, potential war in the Middle East just getting much, much worse. So watch gold, watch, uh, watch oil. Uh, again, a lot of things that could um, topple markets right here. So have a great day. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.